I love to learn about history, and it's especially interesting to learn about my own family's history, to learn about things that happened in my grandmother's life, or to hear stories about my great-grandmother, even my great-great-grandmother, and how they immigrated and what their lives were like. Well, in our story today, we're going to hear um, a genealogy like that about some ancestors, except for these people lived a long time. The average lifespan in this genealogy is about 900 years. Can you imagine living for 900 years? Imagine the kind of stories you'd hear from your grandmother or your great-grandmother if they lived that long. It's just crazy to think about. All right, I'm so glad you're joining me today on Audacious Arrows, where we're becoming recklessly bold men and women of faith through the power of God's Word. Today we're going to encounter a genealogy in the Bible. There are loads and loads of genealogies in the Bible. We tend to skip over them because they might feel a little boring or they might just be like we don't understand what the point is, but they matter. God included them in the Bible for good reasons. And a lot of times if you dig into them a little bit, you find some hidden treasures in them. Um, So we're gonna try to do that today. Now this genealogy is gonna go from Adam all the way to Noah. You probably are familiar with Noah. So let's dive in. We're going to be in Genesis chapter 5, verse 1. So take a minute to find Genesis chapter 5 and then verse 1. This is the book of the generations of Adam. When God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. Male and female, he created them, and he blessed them and named them man when they were created. When Adam had lived 130 years, he fathered a son in his own likeness after his image and named him Seth. The days of Adam after he fathered Seth were 800 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. When Seth had lived 105 years, he fathered Enosh. Seth lived after he fathered Enosh 807 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. When Enosh had lived 90 years, he fathered Kenan. Enosh lived after he fathered Kenan 815 years, and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Enosh were 905 years, and he died. When Kenan had lived 70 years, he fathered Mahalalel. Kenan lived after he fathered Mahalalel 840 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Kenan were 910 years, and he died. When Mahalalel had lived 65 years, he fathered Jared. Mahalalel lived after he fathered Jared 830 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Mahalalel were 895 years, and he died. When Jared had lived 162 years after he fathered Enoch, Jared lived after he fathered Enoch 800 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Jared were 962 years, and he died. When Enoch had lived 65 years, he fathered Methuselah. Enoch walked with God after he fathered Methuselah, 300 years, and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Enoch were 365 years, 
Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. When Methuselah had lived 187 years, he fathered Lamech. Methuselah lived after he fathered Lamech 782 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Methuselah were 969 years, and he died. When Lamech had lived 182 years, he fathered a son and called his name Noah, saying, Out of the ground that the Lord has cursed, this one shall bring us relief from our work and from the painful toil of our hands. Lamech lived after he fathered Noah 595 years and had other sons and daughters. Thus all the days of Lamech were 777 years, and he died. After Noah was 500 years old, Noah fathered Shem, Ham, and Japheth. All right, well, let's dive in and find some treasures in this genealogy. So there's a lot of things to notice in here, and I'm sure that I don't see it all, but we'll just point out a couple interesting things. One is that you can compare this genealogy. There was a genealogy back in yesterday's podcast, and it's the genealogy that goes Adam, Cain, Irad, Mahujael, Methusael, and then Lamech. And Lamech is the number seventh in that genealogy. And we know a little bit about him. He had two wives, and then he killed a man for wounding him and had revenge. So Lamech was not a good dude. He was wicked. And then we have in chapter 5, the one we're reading today, we kind of go follow the line through Adam's son Seth and Seth's children and their children and so on. And if you compare, we have Adam and then we have Seth, Enosh, Canaan, Mahalalel, Jared, and then we have Enoch. So he's the seventh in the, in the line of Seth after, from Adam. And Enoch is real different than Lamech. He's not wicked. He doesn't have two wives. He doesn't murder anybody. It says that Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Now, I think that's a little bit mysterious, but apparently he didn't die. He was taken by God. So there's something very different. There's a big contrast between Cain's descendants, Cain's children and their children, and Seth's children and their children. And I think it matters. It brings us to our next point. If you follow the line further down, so we have Enoch, but then we have Enoch's children, Methuselah, and then Lamech, which it's the same name, but it's a different guy. And then he has a son named Noah. And Lamech says, Out of the ground that the Lord has cursed, this one, Noah, shall bring us relief from our work and from the painful toil of our hands. And that gives us a clue. They were hoping that this line of Seth, Seth, the son of Adam and Eve, Seth, and his children, one of his offspring, maybe that would be the offspring that would crush the head of Satan, that would defeat the curse, that would bring relief from the thorns and thistles that the ground is bringing and the work. Now, we're going to find out more tomorrow. But you can kind of see their mindset here. They're hoping each time they have a child, maybe this is the one. Maybe this is the offspring. Maybe this is the offspring. And each time it's not because they die. <laughs> and that brings us to another thing. Did you notice some repeated words? Genealogies are full of repeated words. We have each time about how many days they had a child, how many days before, how many days after, and then they had other sons and daughters, and then at the end of each one, and he died. 
which kind of gives you a clue. He died. He's not the one. He's not the offspring that's going to be the hero of the story. He died. They all die. They're all under the curse. They're all sinful. Everybody is dying. Yes, they're living for a weirdly long amount of time. They live for like 900 years, but they do die. And then it gets to Noah, and they're hoping maybe he's the one that will bring us relief. One other thing to notice, because they give us all these numbers, you can do some math with genealogies and kind of figure out when people were alive, when they died, who was around. And if you do some math, you can find out that Adam died just about 130 years before Noah was born. So sometimes we wonder, like, how do they know all this stuff? How do they remember these stories? It was so many years. And it was a lot of years. But Adam was still around. So probably Noah's parents could have talked to to Adam and found out firsthand from him what was it like at the creation. So Noah wasn't alive when Adam died, but his parents were. And so he probably heard stories from his parents about the creation, about Adam. And during this time, that's probably how we know a lot of this. There were stories that were passed down from generations. And since those people lived so long, those stories were were passed down in a really reliable way. So that's just kind of something that I find very interesting. Tomorrow, we're going to find out more about this descendant, Noah. And we'll find out, is he the one? Is he the offspring that was prophesied? Um, let's, before we leave though, let's check out our memory verse for this week. We're doing the fighter verses from a ministry called Truth 78. And this week's fighter verse is in Joshua 1, 9. It says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. Thank you so much for joining me today on Audacious Arrows. I love reading the Bible with you. Make sure that you are following or getting notifications so that you don't miss a single episode. And we'll see you next time.